This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Starting again. Welcome to The Catch-Up, Catch-A-Rupper. It wasn't that bad. We had to start this again because Nick made a yucky joke. Oh, you can cut the joke out. Nah, the whole, thing was, the whole thing was tainted. I'm going to make more yuck jokes now. Uh, do it, I dare you. Cream. Cream, I don't get it. Yeah. Can you explain it? Yeah. No, it's too hard to be okay. honest. Okay, hey. <gasps> nah, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to do this again. Anyway, plenty of stuff <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, Secret Hound. Uh, we played it today. Yeah. Uh, it was its second round with this same dog bark. Did it go off today? Do you think, because I think this is possible that we will have, because we're playing next week the third round. Yeah, okay, we'll spoil it then. Didn't go off today. True. Interesting. Mm. Should I have said that? Yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, do you think that we'll ever have it where we go for like four weeks? Because I think three is the record. Yeah, I think we've had maybe one or two threes before. Maybe. Interesting. Never a had a four. four. Never had a four. A four. Could that you imagine? Would be good. A four of the Explorer. <sighs> Unheard of. We're playing Secret Hand a little later in the Catcher. Use it as an opportunity to get the list of dogs that it's not. Have a bit of a research for next week. Mm. Uh, also, we ask 13, 12, 16, have you cheated on someone? Yeah. Apparently, CQ, not very faithful. Rockhampton, mm. worst of the bunch. Yeah. We want to know if you have cheated on someone. It's a hard and awkward question. We got some answers today. Also, uh, got a money-making scheme, Nick. That is I love a scheme. Love a scheme. I dream, I dream of, of schemes. schemes. I dream I of schemes. What? I was thinking, you know that show, I Dream of Genie? I Dream of Schemey, which is a, it's a, it's a genie who's a grifter. That's good. Uh, it's a, a guaranteed money-making ploy. I think it'll work. I don't... I mean, people can find it for themselves, but I don't think it's necessarily a scheme. It is a scheme. I think it's a good idea. It's a scheme. It's not a scam, it's a scheme. Different. Interesting. I suppose I don't really know much about schemes then. Maybe I'll, I'll I'm a scam. You're a scam, I'm a schemer. That's the difference between me and you. I'm a, I'm a scammer, you're a schemer. I'm a jammer, and you're a dreamer. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Get that on a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the podcast. <laughs> Get up with Nick and Hado on Hit. Hado, this week is a big week for Central Queensland. Uh, not necessarily great news, but a milestone nonetheless. Uh, with News Corp canning a bunch of local papers, moving them online. Yeah, but some of them closed down forever, not even going online. Yeah. A couple of them, like the, the Bully and the Observer, just going to be completely online, no more printing. All digital. That means a lot of people who work at the printing press in Rocky, they're going to be uh, out no longer with a job, I'm afraid. And uh, we're joined by one of those people right now who is uh, one of about you know 10 or so uh, people who are, you know, Come Friday, mm. not going to have uh, much to do <laughs> next week. Uh, yeah. Luke Hansen joins us morning, Luke. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for talking to us. Now, you work at the uh, one of the printing presses in CQ. What sort of papers did you guys uh, pre- uh, print there? Uh, we did uh, like Rockhampton, uh, Gladstone, sure. Mackay, Bundaberg, and a handful of smaller ones during the week. Yep. Uh, the Courier Mail and the Australian as well. I see it all of them, really. Almost every newspaper that you'd see around central Queensland, at least. Yeah, right. All and- the flagships. Uh, look, we, we heard about all the closures and all the shutdowns a couple of weeks ago, that's when it was made public. Uh, being in the building, did you hear about that at all earlier, or was that also a shock to you? I was actually on holidays. Uh, I was standing next to my father. I happened to be next to him, and he got a phone call. And I heard him say the words, oh, Luke's right beside me. That That's okay. We'll come in. So there was, there was something going on anyway. Right. Wow. So how many people work at the, at the printing press? How many people are involved in it? There's about 10 of us printers, but then... 
sort of there's anywhere up to about 60 or 70 other people that work just directly in the building and then there's all the driving staff and things like that. Right, and they'll all, all be affected by this in some way or another. Do you guys print anything besides the papers? Like, is there any other way you guys could have kept going? Uh, liquor catalogues, good guys catalogues, a few little things like that. Um, yep. We did a little bit of work for the church over the years, but... Yeah, yeah right. So do you have a, have a rough number of how many jobs this is this is costing you? few dozen, it sounds like. Oh, well, up to 100, including casual staff and things oh, right. like that. That's, that's massive. What a Up to 100, wow. Heck of a toll. Now, uh, we've been reading, and I caught this one in The Bully, that uh, you've been there, you did an apprenticeship, you've been there for about 14 years. So is it uh, a similar case with a lot of the people that work there, that this is the kind of job that you've only ever known? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Printing, yeah, the only trade that uh, many people have ever done. They started it when they were teenagers, straight out of high school. Wow. Right. So now you've you've lost your job, haven't you, with the with the printing press? Um, yep. What are you going to do next? I mean, are you going to try and get a job in a similar field? Are there any similar fields that you can sort of apply these skills to? What's next for you? Um, I'm one of the luckier ones. I'm younger. I can still do something. You, you know? can reskill. Um, yeah. I'm, few guys are going to retire early and things like that, but um, I could go into digital or I could just completely change, you know. There's always yeah. the attraction to mining, which I've done a lot of courses to actually go out there. So. Yeah, a lot of money in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah and good, good timing getting the little, getting the redundancy and all that, so. Now, uh, look, let's end on a positive note. You've just mentioned it there, the redundancy. You don't have to tell us how much, but here it's healthy. Are you going to be treating yourself or doing something uh, before you find uh, the next career for yourself? Ever so slightly, but no, I've got to be sensible at this time, you know? Yeah, clever. Well, you're more sensible than us because we would have been just spending <laughs> our money. How many motorbikes can we buy? <laughs> yep. Luke, uh, we're very sorry for the loss. And obviously, uh, Central Queensland, they're not super stoked that this has happened, but I guess it's the way of the future that everything's moving digital. All the best for the future, mate. All right, cheers, guys. Cool. Thanks for joining us, Luke. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. I have got a money-making scheme for you, Nick. I reckon me and you could get rich quick. And uh, if other listeners, you, you know, if you're savvy, you can get on this too. Yeah. Right? We'll right. make some extra dollars. So, this is the scheme, right? First, I have to tell you a bit of backstory. So, right now, uh, there's a an arcade yeah. in, uh, I think it's in Brisbane somewhere. It's in Queensland. I'm not sure exactly where. But it's an arcade that's shut down and they're selling all their machines. That makes sense. A lot of arcades probably aren't doing terribly well. You know, I feel like that'd be rife with coronavirus. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah, right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But, um... So it's on Lloyd's auction site, auctioneer and valuers, right? And there's a bunch of pinball machines, vending machines, right. uh, claw machines, all these cool like arcade machines. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, I think it's maybe like a hundred or two hundred of them, and they're all crazy cheap. Like you can buy a claw machine. I mean, it's it's bidding, and there's still three days left, so these prices will go up. Yeah. But like the claw machine, one of them is sitting at sixteen dollars right now with a no claw reserve. Machine. Claw machine for 16 bucks. Like the ones you see at like the movies and stuff, like <laughs> yeah. in the just the lobbies. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit dinged up and stuff, but Still. it works. And it, it'll probably go up. But 16 bucks for a claw machine, not too bad. So here's my scheme, right? Yep. Do you know what the stacker is? The stacker machine? That's the one with like the little square that goes left to right, left to right. You've yeah. got to try and line them all up. You've got to line them up. And a lot of those have the really good prizes because the game is so hard. And you have yeah. to stack up. You can get the minor prize, which is like a keychain, or you can yeah. get a major prize, which sometimes is like a Nintendo DS. Yeah, I saw a kid win an Xbox. Yeah, like, you can win crazy big prizes. Yeah. So right now, the uh, the stacker machine is at 275 bucks, right? Which I think we could pull that money together. Here's what we do. We buy the stacker machine. Yep. We leave it in the studio. We play the stacker machine. Every day for hours, get really good at the stacker machine, go to shops and shopping centers and arcades and win heaps of Xboxes, sell the Xboxes, make a million dollars. That's my scheme. Uh, 
look, obviously, I like a good scheme, and I appreciate you bringing it to the show. Thank I think you it's a good that. scheme. It's not bad. Right. Putting it in the studio and playing it for hours a day, we're going to get fired. Like, we're not well, going to get work done. We'll quit anyway, mate. We'll be millionaires bad, from the stacker prizes. Bad scheme. It's a great scheme. It's not a good scheme. How could you make the... How you come up with a better scheme for me. You, you, you can't beat that scheme. I don't have one. So I don't. I, I, I don't have the scheme mindset for you. You don't have the scheme. We got whole, what other stuff is there for for auction? You got vending machines. You got uh, there's a bunch of claw machines, uh, pinball machines, everything. What if we just get vending machines? That's a you know. We, here's a scheme for you. We'll get vending machines. We'll uh-huh. fill it up with food like the one we have here at the building. We'll just okay. chuck them in people's businesses. I mean, that's just regular. That's not really a scheme, though, is it? That's just the you're just starting a small business now. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> not as exciting. Now. How's this for a scheme? Yep. Is we. We get a little like a little uh, place. We start baking uh, pastries. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sell them moderately cheaper than the competition. Okay. Donuts. Yeah. We become like the king of donuts. <laughs> All right. We sell them well. Yeah. Is that a scheme? I'm in. Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Haydel are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Secret. If you know a breed of dog this bark belongs to, they make sure you give us a ring right now, 13, 12, 16. No one could get it right last week, so it has Jack Potted. Yes. Last week up for grabs was Airbud on DVD. Mm-hmm. This week, Airbud is still up for grabs, but we're also going to throw in Red Dog. Oh, the Australian, the great Australian film. Exactly right. It's a great movie, Red Dog. Get yourself a double pack of dog DVDs. That might if be you're... the first good movie we've ever given away <laughs> on this segment. It's up. Oh. I think we're giving away Marley and Me. That's not bad. That's fine, I guess. Anyway, Red Dog's great, though. It's a classic. That's good. It could be in uh, your hot little DVD player yep. if you still got one of those. Uh, give us a call, 13, 12, 16. Have a guess. We've got a list of dogs. It's not. Hato, who do we have guessing first? Uh, we got Kathy. Uh, what is your guess? What breed of dog do you think this breed belongs Actually, to? Actually, yeah. before we do this, Kathy, I'll tell you the dog that's not. It's not a King Charles, a Bull Terrier, a Shih Tzu, a Golden Retriever, a Blue Healer, a Sausage Dog, and it's not a Jack Russell. Those were all guesses we had last week. What do you reckon, Kathy? Oh, wow. I was going to say Jack Russell. Um, Ooh, if you had to have a second guess, what would it be? Um, it's just a Fox Terrier. Fox Terrier. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> it's hard to not sound too rude doing it, but we'll give it our best crack. Hato, who's uh, online too. Uh, we got Beck from Rocky. What breed of dog do you reckon this bark is? A bulldog. A bulldog. What, what kind of bulldog? It'll be specific. Uh, British bulldog. British bulldog. Incorrect, unfortunately. No, no it, not a British bulldog. It is one of Hato's favourite types of dogs. Mm. Uh, you often tell me that. <laughs> it's well, a great dog. It's dense. You know, it's nice. It's a good nuggety little dog. Yeah. Who's here? Hello, uh, it's CQ. Who do we have here? Hello, it's Shana. Shana, what breed of dog do you think this is? Well, I thought it was a dashhound to start with, but I'm going to say Caboodle. Cavoodle. Cavoodle. A mixed dog. Okay. Very rarely do we play with a crossbreed of any sort. Incorrect, unfortunately. Not a Cavoodle. All right, let's keep them going. Hey, you with Nick and Hato. Who's this? It's Kathleen. How you going? Oh, Kathleen, we are so good. Hey, here's the dogs. It's not not a King Charles, Bull Terrier, Shih Tzu, Golden Retriever, Jack Russell, Blue Healer, Sausage Dog, Fox Terrier, British Bulldog, or a Cavoodle. What do you reckon, Kathleen? We've lost Kathleen. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's completely fair. <laughs> Did you I, hang up on it? I well, look, I, yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> mate. I didn't mean to. Oh, hey, you're with Nick and Hato. Who do we have here? Sophie. Sophie. All right. What dog do you reckon it is? Is it a French? <laughs> a French bulldog. French bulldog. No. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And Kathleen, call back through. Haddo was a bit of a dog to you and hung up on you. Um, let's get to a couple more before we wrap yeah. this one up. Hey, you with Nick and Haddo. Who's this? What? what is going on there? They've put us on hold. they put us on hold. That's Absolute a, power move. That let's is a keep huge going. move. You with Nick and Haddo. Who do we have here? It's Kathleen. 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 Sorry, Kathleen. I hung up on you. What dog do you reckon it is? I think it might be a chihuahua. 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Whenever I write the dogs, it's not on my list. Mm. Chihuahua, I hate because I don't know how to spell it. Yeah, there's a ha- there's a few H's, there's a few U's, U's and, and A's. A's. And, yeah, it's a whole oh, thing. Get it the right. Let's take right, let's two wrap more. It up. Two more. All two right, more. two more. All right, you're with Nick and Hato. Who do we have here? G'day, it's Neil here. Neil. Neil. All right, it's not a King Charles Bull Terrier, Shih Tzu, Golden Retriever, Jack Russell, Blue Heeler, Sausage Dog, Fox Terrier, British Bulldog, Cavoodle, French Bulldog, or a Chihuahua. What do you reckon? Mine is it a pug? A pug? Did you say? Is it- is it a pug? Pug, yeah. pug. I can definitely, I can hear a pug in there, but unfortunately, you're wrong. No, I can't do it, Neil. Last one. One more, one more. One more. You're with Nick and Hato. Who do we have here? Uh, Michael. 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 Now, you're the last guesser for today, so there's a bit of pressure on your shoulders here. Uh, yeah. Not a King Charles, Bull Terrier, Shih Tzu, Golden Retriever, Jack Russell, Blue Heeler, Sausage Dog, Fox Terrier, British Bulldog, Cavoodle, French Bulldog, Chihuahua, or Pug. <gasps> what do you reckon? Um, it's probably not it by the sound of the bark, but I'm running out of ideas. But um, used to own one, so go with Staffy. Staffy, man after my own heart, my little dog Eleanor. I don't know what a Staffy sounds like barking. Sometimes she sounds like that. Uh, well, uh, this case it is incorrect, unfortunately. Can't help yeah, you, Michael. Okay. No, what? Uh, how, we're going to our third week. Oh. Going to our third week with this dog. This is unprecedented. This has never happened before. Anything has it? I got to tell you, this is the. Dumbest long list of dogs. <laughs> it is. If you know what breed of dog this bark belongs to, now, make sure you ring us next week. We're not giving a clue right now, but next week we will. Yep, sure. It's not a hard dog, by the way. It's You're, not a crazy specific dog. No. You know the dog. Everyone knows the dog. It's an iconic dog. All right, we're playing Secret Hound. Same time next week. Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's Hit. You might have caught this one in the last 24 hours, but Allen's and Nestle are making moves to change the name of some of their products, two of their lollies. Yeah, big news. Uh, Long the, time coming. The semi-popular products and very delicious snack, mm. uh, Redskins. Yep. And the other product, the other lolly that they're going to change is the lolly Chico's. Yeah, they're Chico's. like the, uh, the, the babies, the chocolate babies. Yeah. Uh, and... By and large, the reason behind it is because these are essentially slurs mm. to some groups. Yeah. Uh, they are offensive in, in in America, where red skin is an offensive term. And I feel even a bit weird saying it now, but I sort of mm. want to talk about the problem. Redskins refer to like, you know, Native, Native Americans. Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a slur you've been for a long time. I mean, red skin, the packaging, like that's what it was. Yeah. It wasn't referenced with that. It used to have the the Native American man on the front of it yeah. and called Redskin. So it wasn't like it was a coincidental name. It was no. That was what it was from. Uh, but by and large, uh, I think everyone is sort of understands the mentality why we change it because it's, you know, it's a... Got to move forward. It's an offensive word to yeah. some people. Yeah. And it's not about it's not about the white person sitting there being <laughs> like, oh, <that's> <laughs> but I like Redskins. <laughs> so, and that, it's not the issue. The, the lolly's not the issue. It's the name. And that's why I was really upset yesterday yeah. when I saw uh, the morning bulletin. They posted an article about it. 
that saying Nestle will move quickly to change the names of two of its most popular lollies, saying it doesn't want to marginalize anyone. And I think that's a great move from Nestle. Yeah. A lot of businesses are waking up right now, realizing that the way they've operated for a long time is not on. And the thing is, it's, yeah, look, it's probably not the biggest thing plaguing uh, you know, minorities is like his name of a lolly somewhere, but small steps. You're going to make lots of small steps for change, you know? What upset me, though, was some of the comments that I saw. Yeah. And I know I know, you're always going to get upset if you head to the comment section of anything, mm. but I saw people from my community, from our community, Hatter, from central Queensland, who were saying, who cares? Yeah. Doesn't offend me. I don't care. Yeah. Who's really offended by this? And, you know, <laughs> and, you, know you can put all these people in a, in a group. It's just like sort of, you know, white people that grew up with it. Yeah. That, they, they, do, they don't realize, they don't understand, they're not educated, they don't know mm. what it means. Yeah. And then I see there are some there are some really nice comments. One from Joanne. She goes, good work, Nestle. The world is shifting into a better place for our younger generation. Education is needed for those that don't understand, but we are moving forward to better things. Exactly right. Small steps. That's the best comment that I saw. Everyone else is going, oh, who cares? Yeah. I don't think people understand that these are these are like bad things. Educate yourself a little bit. Read the article as to why. I think there was a lot of comments change. being like uh they obviously didn't read the article. Yeah. They're like, "Why? This isn't offensive. Why?" Is it? Well, actually it is. If you if you read it, they're just it like is. they're <laughs> like, "Oh, it's always been that way. Why are we changing it now?" Cuz now we're finally starting to realize. Mm. Now we feel comfortable making these moves. Yeah. People maybe don't understand. Don't maybe imagine if there was a product that was, you know, called the N-word. What yeah. was called the A word, the R word. There's so many words that we find abhorrent in society right now. What if there was a product named after that? Surely you'd understand it then. I bet there used to be stuff like that, you know? And they did, and they and and like changed the Ford, it. And we changed it because it was wrong when we're still doing that, you know? The world's not perfect. We've still got a little way to go, and this is, ri- these are the small steps we've got to take, you know? But and I think the people that have left these comments, you know, I think they need to look at themselves a little bit. Mm. And you might not see an issue. But I think the issue, and, I, and I, this is a big call, but I think if you're really, really upset that we're changing it and you don't care about these minorities, that's racism. Mm. You might be a racist. Yeah, being like, oh, these people are offended. I don't care about them or what they feel. I care about, why. Oh, this is the way I grew up. This is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, which is not Your opinion doesn't matter in this, this instance. Mm, huge. It's about the people that are you know, getting offended. Mm. And hopefully, you know, when they have kids, these people that have been marginalized, they won't have to worry about looking at a packet of lollies and getting upset because that's a slur they got called at school. I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. On a Wednesday, Nick, it's Feel Good Wednesdays. How do you feel right now, Nick? Fine. Okay, well, I'm going to make you feel fantastic in, a, in a, just a couple of minutes' time. You'll be over the moon. It's when a you, bold claim, though, isn't you, it? When you hear about the toad that's come back from the dead. Oh, mate. This is good. This is good stuff. You know, we're in, we're in Queensland, right? We have a toad problem. Well, this is a different toad, all right? This is a toad that should be around, okay? <laughs> Are all toads pests? I don't know enough about that. I don't think animals. so. No, toads have their place. I assume. <laughs> I assume not all toads are terrible, right? Uh, so there's a toad called the Mindo Toad. This is a toad sound. Uh, and it hasn't been seen since the 80s. Sure. Uh, because I don't know if you knew this, but there's a toad and amphibian like epidemic going around. Yeah. So this, this weird fungus is going around killing heaps of frogs and toads all over the world. And uh, we thought that the Mindo toad was extinct from this freaky fungus virus oh no, thing. That, that's awful. That but, is bad. Uh, turns out it's back. 
Is this a case of we just didn't check everywhere? Well, I guess so, because we thought they were extinct. <laughs> <laughs> so because of the ineptitude, because no, of the lack of work. No, it's not ineptitude. No, it's not that. You can't check a whole forest for tiny toads, right? You can. They Their numbers dwindled massively. They thought, they got so bad, they thought they were gone forever. Mm. But now they're like, hey, the Mindo toad's back, and we reckon it's probably immune from this virus. And they reckon, how's this for feel-good news, that that, uh, I keep saying virus, it's a fungus. They think that may be dying out, and that uh, maybe amphibians won't all die horribly. Pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's, that Pretty is good. good. Can they make like a vaccine for toads off the back of this? They probably could. I don't think I was putting that much time into it. Yeah, right. But we've got other things to deal with. I mean, they've always got stuff on their plate. They can't even look through a bloody forest to find the toad. <laughs> that's a hard thing to do, Nick. As a toad scientist, you probably have one job. It's to figure out where the hell the toad is. <laughs> oh, I'll check under this rock. Oh, that's a lot of heavy, pretty heavy rock. Check under there. Nick, the, idiot. the toad's back from the dead. How do you feel? Good? I'm glad that we don't have to worry I'll about... I'll take that! <laughs> glad is not the same as good. On a Wednesday, Nick, I made you feel glad. I'll take it. Front toes back from the dead. Feel glad Wednesdays. <laughs> Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's Hit. At the start of this week, Hato, we got the somewhat shocking statistic that a town in central Queensland, specifically Rockhampton, yeah. is the ninth most unfaithful city... In this country of ours. Huge statistic. Released by Ashley Madison. They're the uh, the cheating website. Essentially, it's the Tinder for married people. Yeah. Got to have an affair. Specializes in extramarital affairs. Yeah. And throughout isolation specifically, uh, Rockhampton was the, the ninth, uh, the city that had the ninth most people signing up during that period. You know, when you had nothing to do but be at home, mm. uh, people were signing up in huge numbers. Now, to give you a bit of an idea as to how many people sign up for this website... Before coronavirus, this site that was designed to have affairs, we'd get about 15,000 new members every day. Which is huge. Across the world, I should say, across the world. Because otherwise, after a year, that's most Australians. <laughs> um, but then during, uh, during isolation, about 18,500 were signing up for this every website. Day, yeah. So it went up. Which Quite makes sense because you're spending so much time at home, probably mm-hmm. with your partner. You know, you do get resentful if you're in an unhealthy relationship, potentially. Yeah. Maybe you want something more. But because those numbers seem to be very high in central Queensland, and you know most people know someone that's been cheated on, mm. it does happen. It's an mm. unfortunate part of life. We want to know this on 13, 12, 16, because you hear, you hear about the stories of people being cheated on, mm. but very rarely do you hear the other side. 13, 12, 16, have you cheated on someone? Yeah. We'll make you, we'll make you anonymous if you want. Which I imagine you will. Yep. Um, but we'd love to hear from you. 13, 12, 16 is the number. I'd love to, I'd love to know the mindset. Mm. I'd love to know, you know, do, do you feel guilty? Yeah, do you regret it? Did it work out? I don't know. Did the because actually Madison, I think they, they one of the CEOs came out and said cheating actually helps marriages, which I can't imagine is true, but yeah. maybe it is. We've got someone who's called through who, uh, of course, has wanted to remain anonymous. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess Mister Anonymous here on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Have you cheated on someone? Yeah, I um, I cheated on my my girlfriend a couple of years ago. Right. How long? Because I mean, I guess cheating is somewhat subjective to the to the individual. But like, what are we talking about? Like, was it was it a one off thing? Was it an ongoing thing that your partner didn't know about? Uh, no, it was just went out one night, and she stayed at home, and I went out with a few mates, and um, one of the one of the mates we went out with decided to, in an abbreviated uh, state. 
share that she had some particular feelings for me mm. and we may or may not have hooked up a bit. Um, well, which considering I incredibly what you've called helped. in for, I assume, it's, I assume you did. did. Did she not know about it for a long time after? Uh, my, my, my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it probably maybe a few days and then it ate up okay. ate at me too much, so I had to let her know. That's not that long, really. I thought you were going to say it was going on for years. So how long were you and your partner going out for before you did this? Uh, probably two and a half years. Okay, and did you stay together for much longer? Probably half a year after the, I oh, told her. Okay, did it oh. sort of did it change things too much, or did you... Did, did... Uh, there were a lot of other factors into the dynamic. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is not a great thing to do. And it probably yeah. just constantly looming over me. Mm. And then I, obviously, I don't think she could ever fully trust me again. Well, and then, of course. You can't, you can't undo that, you know? And then I, I, I never knew that if she would go out, if she would try and um, get even with me and, and oh, do the sure, same thing. Yeah. Super unhealthy, I can imagine. Just before we let you go, uh, Mr. Anonymous, uh, did the. The the person that you cheated on your girlfriend with the 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 girl, um, mm-hmm. how did that relationship sort of go onwards? Like, were you still friends after the fact, or was it too uncomfortable? Um, yeah, it was a bit uncomfortable to begin with, but I'm lying in bed next to her now, so it's not too bad. What you're with the person you cheated on? Yeah, we're we're now together. Oh, okay. well, what a twist! All okay, right. well, uh, Mister Novus, I mean, we don't condone the behaviour, but uh, thank you for the call. It's interesting yeah. to, I guess. Get into the mindset. Thanks for calling. Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. A brilliant money-making... It's not even a scheme. It's just an opportunity, I suppose. Anyone can do it. Does it get a job? <laughs> no, more lucrative than that, potentially. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, all right, so $35,000 Australian. Yeah. You can win it. Love it. It's the easiest way to make $35,000 I've ever heard. Thanks, I'll have it now. Well, no, you have to. You don't even know what it is yet. Yeah, well, if it's that easy, mate, you just give it to me, can't you? <laughs> okay. Well, What's the look, point. It's not like you know. It's not like it's, it's not a scam. It's not a scheme. It's not gambling or anything. It's actually you have to work a little bit hard for it. But okay. here's the thing. So, is it? It's not just get a job because that's what it's. No, it's not just get a job. All right, it's called Finger on the App. It's a new app that's coming out, and the idea is everyone around the world downloads this app on the same day, oh. and everyone puts the finger on the app. And last person with their finger on the app gets $35,000 Australian. It's about 25 USD. That's it. That's the scheme. It's like, you know those old radio games where you have to stand around with your hand on the car and the last person with their hand on the car wins the car? They're doing that. It feels like you could rig it, right? That's what I've been thinking, right? But they've they've sort of thought about it a little bit. <laughs> so you can't just like tape your finger to it and go to sleep or anything. Oh, so I was thinking you could just get like a warm sausage and just like leave it on your screen. Okay, that might work. Well, here's the thing. So you need to have a, have a finger on the actual app, right? Mm-hmm. It's a little sort of grid. And then occasionally it'll tell you to move your finger to a specific spot. Oh. So then people actually know you're actually there rather than just leaving a wet sausage on the screen. Um, yeah, warm sausage. It'll be dry. Yeah, if you get a phone call and the app closes because of the phone call, you're out. Uh, mm-hmm. If you leave the app, you're out. If the finger leaves the screen, you're also out. So it's actually pretty tough. It's easy but hard at the same time. Yeah, right. Uh, now, it shows you like um, a little counter on the top right of how many players are still left. Oh, I like that. And on the example, it's like 201,000 players remain. But I Is think that optimistic of them? That that many people are going to get into this? I app? mean, I might do it. I mean, you think work expense? We could probably claim it as a work expense. You would have to take days. It would, t- it would take days, wouldn't it? 
So you can't fall asleep there because, like, I would, I just wouldn't be able to do it because I wouldn't be able to go more than twenty four hours. Yeah, if you fell asleep, I think even if finger wasn't on, if your finger didn't fall off the screen, it would not because uh, you know it tells it you to move, move the screen. It would, wouldn't yeah. move, so it would register as a, as a failure and stuff. Yeah. How good is that? Now, there's also, like, if you're with other people, you can Bluetooth and get extra lives and that kind of thing. Oh. Right, so the more people into it, the, the better your chances. Uh, and this is the bit that I sort of hate, <laughs> right? Because, obviously, it's, it's the last person with a finger on the app wins the grand prize. But when you lose, you can choose how much the prize is. Like, you vote. So if you lose, you decide on a sliding scale mm. from zero dollars to twenty five thousand American dollars how much the prize winner should get, and then it averages it out. So basically, you could win no money if everyone votes to win. The winner gets zero dollars. The winner gets no. What do you reckon? Well, everyone. Yeah, as soon as they lose, they'd be super salty. That's what I was thinking too, and that's going to bring everyone down with them. This is a loser should never decide on the prize. <laughs> I know. I kind of. I like, like it. It's so chaotic. If you had an election. Yeah, and whoever was running against Scott Morrison just decided that well, actually, you don't get to be prime minister. Of the co- <laughs> like, you, know, you can be class president. Yeah, that's it's it. Not, it's not the same, <laughs> is it? Do you want to get this app? Do you want to try it? How long do you think you could last? Twenty minutes. I've pretty low attention. <laughs> yeah. That was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from six a.m. on Hits.